Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Shropshire Football Podcast. It is episode 18. 18, we're of legal age now. 18. Um, my name is Luke Hatfield. I'm joined, as ever, uh, by our Shrewsbury Town man here at the Shropshire Star, Mr. Lewis Cox. Lewis, how the devil are you? All the better to see you. Luke, how are you? Oh, mate, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. I'm refreshed. I've had a couple of days off. Yeah, yeah. Good. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm back in the office for a day. Then I'm, I'm working football tomorrow, and then I'm off again. Tough gig. I know. It's, it's, I mean, it's a tough life. I'm covering three games in four days. Three games in four days? Go on, reel them off. Shrews, Telford, break, Shrews. All right, okay. Committed. No messing around for Lewis Cox. No, no. I'm, that, I'm uh, yeah. Hereford against Telford is my gig on Saturday. Oh, I'll tell you like, what, that is a crunch clash, that. Well, you know, it was that or uh, a nice Saturday off. <laughs> I was given so, the Saturday off, you know. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I, I stepped in as a heroic glass gasp option to save our Telford coverage. I've never been to Edgar Street, which is where Hereford play. Um, Tam, <laughs> Shrewsbury Town, you know, really get on and love Hereford, so I'm told. So, no, nah, I've always wanted to sort of just tick it off, basically. It's an old football league ground, isn't it? So, mm. yeah, you know, just always on it. Always on it. And someone else who's always on it is a, a work experience lad of the day. Do you want to introduce yourself? Shout up. Hello, my name's Lewis Williams. So you now we've got Lewis. We've got work experience Lewis, and now we've got Shropshire Star Lewis. Intern Lewis. This is funny. This is funny. This is because um, I was listening to the much maligned by Shropshire Football Podcast listeners. Uh, I was I was hosting, sorry, the Walsall Podcast, and I had, t- I had two Joes. I had work experience Joe, and then Express and Star Joe. Crazy. And now we've got two Lewises. Crazy. But no, you're with us. Your last day today, is it? Yes, it is. Look at that. Doesn't have to work. Good Friday. Living the life, this guy. <laughs> so, work experience. Actually, I'm place. working Good Friday. Oh, right. What are you doing? I'm working with MC File tomorrow. Oh, really? MC there we go. Yeah, so he's working. National League High Flyers. Yeah, there you go. And um, he's a Hatters fan. Yes. Yeah. Luton. Don't, don't know any Luton fans until... I've never met a Luton fan no. in my life until, until work experience. Lewis came along. Anyway, um... Now we've experienced the work. We, now we've introduced the work experience. Lad, um, what you, what have you been up to, Lewis? Oh, what have I been up to? Yeah, um, um, working. Did you watch Game of Thrones? No, 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 no. You don't watch it. You know that meme that's been going around where it's like I'm part of the one percent that have never watched an episode of Game of Thrones. Get out of here, man! I'm afraid we're going to have to cut the Shropshire Football Podcast short at four minutes today. No, because... I don't. I don't deal in dragons and fairies and demons. Come on. You watch The Circle and you don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, I'm a big telly fan, as uh, I think we've discussed on this pod. And, Clearly uh, not big enough. Um, yeah, watch dramas and series, but I've never dipped into it and don't know if it's my bag, don't know if I ever will, maybe one day. Probably um, the best, probably one of the best, like, yeah, I'm aware of that. series ever made. Yeah, yeah. But it took me a while to watch, you know, The Walking Dead, for example. I was miles behind that. Oh, that's a chore now. It's a short now, it's got terrible, but... I think, there's, I think there's about three people watching it now. Yeah, well, exactly. But, you know, the, the start was superb, obviously, the first so many series. But no, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I also have never seen Breaking Bad. Um, although I think I'd prefer that to Game of Thrones. I mean, the shock on my face, if this was a video cast, <laughs> would be visible for all to see. Do you know um, what? You'll like this, actually, Luke. Go well, on. Uh, me and my other half have recently started, and uh, yeah, I say I'm late and behind, and I started The Walking Dead quite late. We've recently started, and we're halfway through series one of Lost. Wait, wait, wait. Lost? Lost. Oh my god, man. So, Come on. Yeah, I'm about 15 years behind the first series of that. 
The first season of Lost is actually pretty good. Well, I know. I'm aware. It, it's pretty good, apparently, until it gets ridiculous at the end. Uh, I mean, I'm halfway through series one. It's already ridiculous. There's a polar bear on this abandoned island, you know. Yeah. Um, That's realistic, though. I think, I think it's a polar possible. bear. You know, yeah, it could snow. happen. It could happen. Like, think about it. If you've got, if you've got like, a, a, fr- a freight ship carrying animals okay. and it happens to wash up there... Then you, you can see reason why. I'm aware it will probably there. get more ridiculous. There's some stuff on there which I mean. We can we can chart my ridiculousness of, of Lost as as we go on. Yeah. The, you know, not today obviously, but um, in pods to come. And before before I get started on like the proper football chat, uh, how about the Man City Spurs game yesterday? Did you watch? Did you watch? <sighs> well, it? I was watching the Reds as you know. I was watching Liverpool, uh, which was significantly less exciting. Um, but you know you got what you got what you're clubbing. You went um, you know six one on aggregate in the quarterfinals, pretty good. But I suppose we had the easy draw. Man City Tottenham just thought it was hilarious watching it on Twitter. You know what? Unfold. I, I, it's funny because everyone was going on about it, and I don't have BT Sport. And I just tweeted when you don't have BT Sport. Yeah. That that hand face emoji. In fairness, I'm the same. But I I, I was streaming Liverpool. Totally oh. legally, yeah, legal, of absolutely legally, um, and yeah, I'm, I must admit, for the added time at the end of the second leg when Liverpool were four 0 up on the night, my attention had slightly waned to my Twitter feed. Um, in which case, I was I was praying that Spurs held on. So then I was sort of cursing when City scored, and then within ten seconds, I was buzzing again. But how's how is City's late win there, or sorry, defeat, going to uh, affect the title race? Oh, I know. Probably spur them on, which is bad for Liverpool. Yeah, that's it. I don't think I don't I don't give Liverpool much chance against Man City in the league, personally. Well, but you know, City play Spurs again, don't they? And then they play Man U. So touch wood, fingers crossed. No, you I'm, never never for a Liverpool fan to turn into a United fan. But here we go. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've you know I've undenied them booking the uh, booking annual leave for the old parade around the city. So <laughs> what? Well, you're just going to be stood there on your own, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got, I've, I genuinely, um, but. Yeah, let's see. I get nervous when we speak about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do, we'll move on. We'll we, need move to, on. we need to hone into uh, Shropshire. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, so let's talk through the games that we've we've obviously not covered in the, in the, the last podcast. Um, the first one, um, I'm going to touch on, we're going to talk about the Scunthorpe game first. Shrewsbury Town 1, Scunthorpe 1. Yeah. Um, own goal, what a player. Scored, scored late on. Yeah, it's a right throwback, isn't it, Adam Hamill? I, I had no idea where he was or what he was doing. Or He's scoring own goals for Shrewsbury Town, that's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, happy days. Um, felt like a win, to be honest. Felt like a win. It was a bit of a weird one. They um, Considering they won at Southend, which was brilliant, sort of seven days before that, it, it wasn't the best uh, against Scunthorpe. And, and this was a poor Scunthorpe side, actually. It was a bit... The first hour or so against them, it Town just didn't look... On it, they didn't look sort of, you know, connected. They, they didn't look like they were playing their football sort of thing where they've improved in recent weeks and it was a bit hard work and it was it was a terrible spectacle in terms of Scunthorpe. I think we discussed this in the office. Scunthorpe were the worst team I've ever seen to waste time, uh, buy injuries, kick the ball out of play, all this nonsense and... You know, that was at nil nil. Lo and behold, they how, how snatch a on, goal. How early on were they doing that? Early. early. Uh, Sam Ricketts says you could see from minute one, which, you know, obviously he could. But um, but then they scored sort of 20 minutes in. Uh, Paul Goff to concede, actually. I a, thought it was soft. Yeah, it was a cross from, cross from the flank after a 
you know you throw it and the, the, the guy gives it back to you, the throwing taker and he whipped it in um, and yeah they got a powerful front man called Summit Wooten Kyle Wooten I think um, and he got up above Luke Waterfall which some task that well I don't know if you've seen the stat doing around this week you possibly haven't but um, I thought it could be a talking point for later in the pod so I'm going to ruin it um, no League One player has headed the ball more than Luke Waterfall this season in terms of winning you know attacking jewels mm. and because he's a he's a heading machine, but he was beaten to this cross and they scored. Um, I think Mitchell should do better. I don't know. I watched I watched it back. And thought, I know he's quite close. Does it go across him? I can't quite. Doesn't remember. really tuck the header away. I don't think. Mm. I mean, um, maybe I didn't think that at the time, but I, I didn't have a greatest angle. Mm. Um, yeah, and that gave them something to cling to. You know, the lead and it and it made the time wasting 10 times worse I remember having debates with town fans a few days after on on Twitter and so on you know about supposedly injured scunny players rolling back onto the pitch to receive treatment and <laughs> you know gamesmanship is just what what players are instructed to do if they're getting a shock win or whatever you know it is. Um, you expect it like the last 20 minutes don't you rather than kind of half an hour in but mm. that's what you do if you're desperate and at the bottom Dark oh, shots, arse, I call shots it. fired from Lewis Cox when you're well, desperate and at the bottom. Well, they're not bottom four, but they're getting there. Yeah. They're, well, you know, to be fair, about eleven teams at the bottom of League One who are getting to the bottom four. Mm. But, um, yeah. And uh, Aaron Amari Holloway from the bench changed that game. Talking about powerful frontmans, he's been often maligned this season. Mm. Came on about the hour and and changed the game. To be fair, he won. He got fans man of the match. For a half hour cameo, uh, you gotta be. I mean, you've got to come on score. and make quite an impact. Yeah, yeah. He won all the headers, played a part in the goal, the own goal, sort of maybe put the keeper off and then ham- hit Hamill. Yeah, credit to him because he's he's had a. How can I say it? his Shrewsbury career hasn't got off the ground. He's had a stop-start season. He hasn't scored mm. in anywhere near enough. Um, look, when he's having a half decent game, you can tell what he's good at. He's a brute and he's massive and he wins like everything. Um, so he can be a real sort of effective tool, but hasn't done it anywhere near enough. And obviously, Ricketts plays one striker and he's behind Tyrese Campbell and, and Fajiri Okunabiri, so it's tough. But he came on and, and, and changed that and I think headed one at the keeper, headed one wide, won all his knockdowns and forced the own goal. So that was, yeah, fair play to him, one man of the match. The point, because I think it was 84th minute of the equaliser, mm. it felt like three points because it was such a massive... To, to have lost that at home to a rival that was below you, they were managerless as well, still are, Yeah. Um, on a real free fall. To follow up a good away win at Southend with that would have been pretty dreadful. Um, and sort of... Almost negates the previous result. Yeah, yeah, it would have put the brakes on town and they would have slid right back down um, with the bottom four. So it was a massive point, I think, really massive point. And... Took them to 47 and within one result of the hailed magical 50-point mark. Yeah, that's right. Do you reckon it was a fair point? Do you reckon it's a point was fair yeah, result? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Town were the only team, like Scunny went ahead, like I say, but Town were the only team looking to do anything in that game. Mm. Um, I don't I don't blame Scunthorpe at all, it's what you got to do, but just on balance and on chances, it, it, it was fair. It's just a test of Town to break down a stubborn and sort of... The ball, I mean, there's five minutes of added injury time in the end of both half. The ball in play ratio must have been dreadful. I'd it love was... I'd love for a game to be almost run like 
um, a basketball game in that respect. Because mm. I know there there has been talk about it of stopping the clock while the ball's out of play. Yeah, I tell you what, it would help for games like that. You'd be at games. I, I, honestly, I think you'd be there for about three hours. Yeah. Well, we already are. Just make the press later, home, wouldn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Um, It'd be interesting to see that, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, you can't listen. I'm not blaming Scunthorpe at all because Shrewsbury would have done the same. Any manager would instruct. You know, the players do the same if they lead in that situation, in that context. But they couldn't hold on. And Town forced a deserved equaliser. I think if Town would have equalised, say, on the hour mark, 70 minutes, I think they'd have gone on to win it because, sort of, Scunny's heart sink, heads drop when they, mm. you know, when they give up their sort of winning uh, margin. And I think Town would have gone on and won it, but they didn't leave themselves enough time, sadly. But yeah, it felt like a big point at the end, actually, really big point. Yeah, and another big result, of course, Shrewsbury Town away at Gillingham wins two 0 Does that does that seal safety? Is it fair? To, is it safe to say that yet? Uh, it depends who you ask. You asking me? I'm asking you, Lewis. Yeah, they're safe. They're safe. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, ninety nine point nine recurring. All right, there you go. <laughs> that could be. I'll take that. I'll is that the title of the pod? There, pod. They're safe. Lewis Cox. <laughs> that could come back to haunt me. I might go ninety nine point nine nine percent safe. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, you know, it's always been 50 points to safety um, in this league. I, it's Some say 52, though, don't Well, they? yeah, it's... Sorry. People always say it is 50 points, but that's not the case. I think someone went down with 50 last year. Mm, um, but obviously it's, di- obviously it's different every every season. And, and with this sort of ridiculously tight bottom half, no one knew if it was going to be more or less. Uh, I think Ricketts, at one point, thought it was going to be 52, like you say. Yeah, I heard some other clubs thinking maybe like forty-eight, but you know with this Gillingham win away, they've opened the gap to six points. Mm. Four games left before the Good Friday trip to Barnsley. Hard to throw away a six-point gap with four yeah. games. I think you know when you're talking about the you know we're not safe to it's mathematical and all and all of that. Hypothetically, hypothetically, if Town went to Barnsley tomorrow, Friday, yeah, for pod purposes, and ended their unbeaten home run. Which would be an incredible effort. Barnsley won't be at home since last March, so 13 months. Coming down from the champ. If they did that and the bottom four didn't win and that stayed the same down there, the gap would be nine with yeah. three to go. Town's goal difference is better, but they still wouldn't be mathematically safe, would they? Yeah, yeah. But so then like, you would need you would need a team to go on that absolutely. Yeah, it would be an run. absolute like one in a billion, wouldn't it, if they went down with that. But so I think they're kind of a not one in a million stage, but you know, I think I think even if Town lost all four of the last games, I think they'd still be right. You reckon uh, they can do that? You reckon they can do that? Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think Bradford at the bottom are probably gone. You know, then it's Warsaw and well, whoever the two of us. Well, no, obviously, hopefully they go down on the last day of the meadow. Um, we'll see about that. Don't tell Joe Massey I said that because. You're recording it. It's public, not public knowledge. If you want to listen to the Fox <laughs> Football Podcast, he will I'm be just, to say it. I'm, <laughs> I'm just telling the town fans what they want to hear. Um, hopefully, from a Shrewsbury Town fan persuasion, they go down on the final day. But I think, yeah, I don't see like Warsaw and I think is it Wickham and Southend, the, the other bottom two teams, mm. like winning three to overtake Shrews and overtake all the teams between them. I don't think Town are going to lose all the bottom four, all the last four games either. Mm. Um, it'd be interesting to see. Was it in the last pod where we looked at 
the games left and what they'd get and where they'd finish. I think uh, that was a couple. That was a couple of podcasts Unless it was ago. A couple of pods ago. We did deal or no deal last time. Oh, okay. Yeah, fine. Um, but I'm just going to say it'd be interesting to see what I said a couple of pods ago. And I think I, I said they'd get to 53, I think, or 54. Possibly on track for that. Maybe. Uh, uh, four games left to win and a draw to get what I said. But I, I know I didn't tip them to win at Jill. Certainly win at Southend and Jill's. Um, you know, fair play. And I think a point worth making is it's pretty ironic. I spoke on this pod all season about the away woes. Mm. And it was the worst away record in the league until I think the South End game a couple of weeks ago until February they'd won one away all season and it was mm. an issue and I don't want to say you know <laughs> scrap the results away this was after Rochdale and Plymouth back to back defeats away you know they need to stay up at home they need to win the home games and made me look stupid as usual because they've got the massive wins away six points away yeah. that are, are likely to keep them up and you know <laughs> In the last two home games, they've lost and drawn. So they've done the business on the road, which is I, I don't think anyone would have predicted. Mm. Um, I'm, just, I'm just looking at the League One table here. I mm. tell you what, there's some teams dropping like an absolute brick at the moment, and there. And Shrewsbury aren't one of them, which is very nice to. Um, I mean, there's, I mean, Oxford United are flying all of a sudden. But they visit the Meadow on on uh, Easter Monday, of course. Which will be interesting. Well, they they should be on the beach. Metaphorically, shouldn't they? Oxford. Uh, they've got nothing to play. They're safe. Oxford. They've got nothing to play for now. So, but then if you know if, if Town go and win up at Barnsley, Town will be safe. So it'll mm. be a bit not a dead rubber, but you know what I mean. Um, it's a good game for Town on Monday. Oxford, I think. I think um, that could suit them. But you're right. Oh, it's it's crazy. I, look, at, I, look at look at Plymouth. I mean, I know Wickham won recently, but Wickham Plymouth. Scunthorpe and then Southend Walsall and Bradford I mean the fall yeah, is yeah, absolutely yeah. dreadful Plymouth beat Town on a Tuesday night not so long ago at Plymouth and I think it lifted them to like 13 for 12 and it just shows about the few results you get at being at the right time like I don't know if Plymouth peaked and now they're going to drop right into it I don't think Plymouth will go down um, but look at Wimbledon's form and, and Rochdale as well Rochdale outside the bottom four now which is ludicrous yeah um, you know under a caretaker manager I think Rochdale and I've tipped Wimbledon to survive for a while now and it looks like Rochdale might. So certainly I fear for Scunthorpe just above sort of two places above that bottom four but I've I've got a feeling the bottom three will go which is bad news to Joe Massey and Derek Bish and our deputy sports editor Southend fan Derek Bish. Yeah. It's been entertaining to watch hasn't it? It's been you know, when Shrewsbury, were, well, they're still a part of it, Shrewsbury, when they were really a part of it, it was pretty terrifying. Mm. Terrifying and horrendous. And yeah, it's it's good to be points clear. It certainly is. And um, I mean, back to the Gillingham game, we saw Bowen and Campbell both get, in the, get yeah. on the score sheet. They're impressive. Anyone else really stand out for you? Um, should I think who I gave my uh, man of the matches to now? I think I... I didn't have Bolton in there, but a lot of fans said it should have been Bolton. I think he got fans man of the match uh, right back. Got the opener. Very good goal. I think I put Wal- Sean Worley in there, which is a regular occurrence of mine. Uh, mm. And Greg Doherty as well. There's a you know, recent improvement for town of, of those two sort of in a in free attacking roles just behind a striker. Doherty and Worley has been super. You know, it's it's been really good. And Worley spent a lot of the season injured, so it couldn't really have happened. But if, if they're could have 
found that sort of system early in the season and had a few months at it, I think they'd be top off because those two on their day have got to be, for my money, some of the be- better attacking midfield, you know, attacking players in, in the league. And when they're on it, on song running at you and, and linking up, they're good. Like they're really good. And they're behind Campbell and Okunabiri, you know where the goal is. So. Mm. Oh, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. If John Askey never took the Shrewsbury Town job and Sam Ricketts was appointed, mm. where would Shrewsbury Town have finished this season? Um... Yeah, that's a that's a strange. an interesting thought, I think. Yeah, because Askey clearly didn't work. Now, obviously, this is uh, Wrexham's Ricketts' first job in management proper. Um, maybe I don't think it would be too different to how it is. You don't reckon there'd be like a Fleetwood? They're like safe mid table. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm. Ricketts has improved things. Uh, even when Ricketts, even when Ricketts was a uh, ten-game winless league run, mm. sort of Jan. Things I think things sort of in training and performances had taken a step up. I think things had improved from Askey, even though results weren't saying it. So yeah, yeah. I think maybe they wouldn't be, wouldn't have been down there a few weeks ago like, when we were worried. You know, I think maybe they'd have been a little bit safer a little bit earlier yeah under Ricketts but I don't think it'd be significantly different like sort of really pushing playoffs or really cut adrift mm. I don't but then so with a different manager I mean we were talking with the same group of players presumably yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. right okay um, yeah better off I would say because it was a real struggle at times um, under John Askew he didn't win his first game till I think late no, late September um yeah, obviously, Askey's results when he got sacked were not bad. No, and uh, many no. said it was a harsh sacking, and looking at the results now, it's, it still is, but we remember the context and the, the chance and jeers at the end of that Salford game. It had to happen, I, I guess. Um, but yeah, Askey had a really tough start, didn't he? And obviously, that didn't help getting people on side, fans on side, mm-hmm. which, which haunted him, really. Um, but I think what's really interesting now after the Gillingham game and the back-to-back away wins as it's been and getting near to safety is I think fans are um, are coming round to the idea of what I'm trying to say warming to Ricketts but you know being more confident in him you know he's, he's getting results now he's getting better more consistent performances mm-hmm. uh, using a more familiar consistent team not not making changes which is interesting because it's what the fans wanted to see he stumbled across a system that's working and an 11 that's pretty much staying the same it's changed a lot in the last sort of month or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, gone from sort of three, four, five changes each game to pretty solid. And I think, yeah, maybe if that had come around a month earlier, you know, they could could be sort of mixing it with the Cobbs, Blackpools, Fleetwoods, sort of back end of the top half. But yeah, the, like I say, the fans are um, becoming more accustomed to Ricketts, and a lot of them are saying, "Oh, you know, I was too, I was too quick to." Judging too quick to sort of jump on the boo boys about about Ricketts, mm. you know he's turning it around. Credit to him, it is credit to him and the players. Um, obviously, when they got when they get the job done this season, you know the manager has his own summer and and it all has to start them from start of next season. But you've got to credit the way they've turned this around in recent weeks. You know one defeat in five, and I think I wrote in today's in Thursday Shropshire Star and, and on the web there was a very sort of definite pinpoint of 
the Wickham game five games ago when they were losing and it was pretty toxic. They got an 87th minute equaliser and they won the game somehow. And that, mm. for me, was, was a catalyst to better times. Certainly. Um, someone who's not enjoying better times right now, unfortunately, is Mr Dave Edwards. Um, no. Not good news for a dangerous Dave. Um, ankle surgery effectively rules him out for the rest of the season, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not quite the start to his return, I think, no. that he would have wanted... Because um, injury injuries have just held him back so much. He hasn't really got going, has he? No, no. It's been, um, you know, Sam Ricketts said to us today that, you know, he was effectively going through before this ankle injury, like a, a mini sort of pre-season mm. to get fit anyway, sort of thing. So he's just had his sort of mini pre-season ended, um, and any progress he was making sort of halted. Until until the summer, until everyone reunites, which is a shame. You know, it, I don't, is it is it bad luck? You know, I think it was just he rolled his ankle in training, so it's not an impact, is it? It's not it's not a, a muscle or a, I guess a joint where you can say oh, you can worry about his fitness if it's just one where you've gone over on your ankle. Yeah. That's not a sign of like your damage good. You know, your yeah, exactly. It's more. It's not like this this a injury of a muscle or something. Yeah, this injury won't have come round by the fact that he hasn't played that many games or anything this season. Yeah. He, I mean, it's just one of them where it can happen to anyone. I'm yeah, sure yeah. I'm sure plenty of the people listening and I mean myself I've I've you know, you've you've damaged an ankle before. It's just one of them things that happens. Sometimes you you, you can do it walking down the stairs, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. one of them things that just happens. Yeah, exactly. I know there's a a bit of concern about you know, obviously he joined from Reading and missed the whole start of the season with with knee knee injury, which he was recovering from when he came to town. Since then, he's had two injuries and a red card. Like you say, it's it's been a bit of a nightmare um, for him, which is sad because it's not the way, you know, the, the fairy tale should have been sort of written, that kind of thing. You, you know, he should have been able to, you know, in an ideal world, come into the team and score a few goals and mm. help keep town up. Hasn't happened. Like, I'm, I'm sure he will be a regular next season and be a hit. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure... You know, I. Yeah, that knee injury may have taken its toll, but you know he's not young at thirty-three. But he's, by all accounts and stats and, and whatnot, he's still fit, yeah, physically. So it's it's if his body can withstand wear and tear. You know, not getting little little niggles. You know, the, the first injury, groin, he came came back too soon. Wanted whether he wanted to, I don't know. The fans certainly did wanted him to get on the pitch for a debut late on as a sub where he wasn't ready for and unsurprisingly did his groin but you know the game after that was the red card which I don't think was a red and <laughs> things like that I mean he, he had a bit of a period before this injury where he, he was featuring he started three on, on the bounce didn't quite happen it didn't look up to speed to mm. be honest didn't look up to speed I don't think you can blame him though no the, en- mean, the engine barely played yeah yeah the engine and the energy is what he's about isn't it mm. yeah, as a player and if you're sort of not firing on all cylinders in that department. You lose a lot of what he brings. You know, yeah. he's not the best rule in the world. So he's not Perlo. He didn't sit and spray it. You know, all ends of the pitch. He bombs up and down. And hopefully, we can start seeing that from pre-season. I do think you're right, though. You know, we shouldn't have expected him to come in after that, like knee. You know, injury he did in pre-season with Reading, and then was never able to play. It was almost on a hiding to nothing when he came in mid-season. But yeah. You know, the gods haven't been with him. But yeah, this is his season done and, and Ricketts has said to us today, hopefully, well, the words he used actually was hopefully he can reset in the summer and rebuild his body 
and be fit and firing for the start of next season. That's what you hope for, isn't it? Because it's, I mean, when it gets to this point in the season, and you are where Shrewsbury Town are, where they're, let's say they're pretty much safe now. That's what I said. If yeah, ninety-nine percent. Um, it's if you're gonna get an injury like this one, or you're gonna have surgery, now is probably time to do it because yeah, you'll be back in time for the start of pre-season, which is important, especially for someone in Dave's position who obviously has struggled with injuries for the past season getting a pre-season in it just loads you up it prepares you for the season yeah, I think you speak to any player and they'll say they detest pre-season training but mm. it's there for a reason yeah it's so important coming in having, having missed it is so hard I can I can imagine and having spoke to players who've done it before it's it's really hard to get in and find your groove so to miss pre-season and then miss all football up until February it's you know it's almost an impossible job um, but no, it's not been ideal for player, club, manager. You know, obviously, there's so much was made of it. it. Hasn't worked out for him, but it doesn't mean he's not going to be a successor long term. And like I say, you're right. It's good timing in a sort of perverse way that obviously he can recover. Sort of between now and the end of the season and the, the early weeks. You know, when he goes on holiday, he'll obviously, I'm guessing, be sort of off crutches and be able to sort of slowly build up walking and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and then when pre-season training comes around to start, he'll be ready to, you know, ready on the same level as as anyone else. I would say. Yeah, yeah. If if not, even maybe a slight, maybe slightly behind. But yeah, but he's in, a fit guy. Like, in general, know, he, he keeps he looks after yeah, himself. Don't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. So not too concerned. He'll be all right. Dave will be all right. Yeah, I, I fancy him to be a big part of things next season, and you know, have standards that hopefully he and the team will meet. Certainly. Right, are you ready for a game of true, true or false? True or false. So it's not a quiz. This is where I'm going to give you a statement and you're going to predict whether it will be true oh. or whether it will be false. Future, in the future. Yeah. Okay, yeah. true to sound related. Of course. Obviously. Um, of course. So I'll, I'll get you started with the easiest one of the bunch, just, just so you can get a vibe for it, okay? Okay. Shrewsbury Town will survive in League One this season. True. True. So you know, now you get the idea. I've got right. it. So we're going to go through each one. We'll probably discuss each one as we say. Yeah, of course. Um, this will be uh, this will be an interesting call. Shrewsbury Town will not lose again this season. So for the benefit of the listeners, we're recording this on Thursday before the trip to uh, Barnsley. Indeed, we are. So, at home. Um, so it could well they could still get a draw. Yeah, oh, I'm going to say false. False. Yeah. I think Barnsley's the toughest. I think they could get a result, Coventry. You see, I was going to say I could see him losing a cough. Yeah, but I can see him getting a result there as well. I, know, I understand what you're saying. I mean, Cov got nothing to play for, but you know, I'm sure you're aware of Coventry's um, beef with the wrangle over the stadium. Yeah, well, that's Coventry's last game there. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying that's going to help them beat Shrewsbury, but I just think it's going to be sort of a emotion, you know, highly sort of driven, emotionally charged day. Uh, a Sunday because of the Wasps playing the day before I think so mm-hmm. yeah um, I think that beat Warsaw on the final well actually having said that Warsaw might be scrapping Warsaw might lives. need to come and win but equally they might be out of the equation they might already be down yeah but sure, if Warsaw needs something Shrews will be up to spoiling it you know spoiling the party kind of thing yeah I think you're right about Barnsley I, I don't I don't want to sound like a Nelly negative but uh, negative Nelly but I think I I can't maybe one more win this season Oxford or Warsaw 
I'm leaning more to Oxford game on Monday. Um, yeah, I just think, yeah. Well, which is more than enough, don't get me wrong. And that's only because they've done the job already. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Dave Edwards will play more than 30 times next season. That's a good question. In all comps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all competitions. Um, not true. count, not count, check a trade. Just because. True, true. That's a just, lot. Just the league. Okay, well. Mm. How about just the league? Borderline. 30, 30 league games out of 46 is, a, is a quite a bit. What would you put his over-under at, if you know what I mean? Do you know his over-under? You know what I mean? So, like, he'll play more than this and less than this. Yeah, so, like, if you if, if for example, if I was to bet on Shrewsbury Town to win over or under and what the bookies will do is I'll set it at a half a game you can tell so not betting regular so if, if, if their over under was 19 and a half you're either betting on oh. Shrewsbury Town to win 20 games yeah, or yeah. less than that obviously you know that's an example in all comps I would say 30 is not a bad would you would figure, you take actually. 30 would I take for him to play 30 games next season Probably, it's, it's funny, Would you say it's it? still a disappointment though if he only plays 30 games? It's really season. funny because last season, Linnell John Lewis made 38 appearances. Mm. One start. Yeah, we're all off the Which, Well, yeah, well, I'm just saying it's it's interesting because appearances could be five, ten minute cameos. Oh, right. a meaningful appearances, how about that? Yeah. Look, I think he'll be involved, so I think I think he'll push 30 or comps. I think go beyond that. But, you know. So true or false? If, if I he, need a true or false. I, I know, I know. Um, true. But, you know, we're discussing caveats. Um, it's fitness and form related, isn't it? Obviously. Oh, yeah, of and course it is. So if his, body's, if his body holds out and he didn't pick up any injuries, I'd back him to play well enough and have enough form to play more than 30. Yeah. True. Interesting. True. True is a call True. From Lewis, In a word. <laughs> from uh, Shrewsbury Town will not be involved in a relegation fight next season. True or false? quite a hard one to say false to isn't it it is hard for me <laughs> to pop into the club tomorrow alright guys tip you for the drop next week um, by, by, by okay by relegation fight I mean how do I put it yeah it's a difficult one there's stuff I want to say because in theory everyone's involved in a relegation Look, fight on, on game one to be honest I'm, I, I can explain why I would think false in that some, other than yeah. other than when Shrewsbury finished third last season, their their history in League One in in the modern day is to be just above perennial survivors. Well, yeah, right. I think other than last season, sixteenth is the record. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you finish sixteenth, you're involved. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, false because not saying that they can't. I don't think they can push mid-table or maybe slightly higher but I think it's a, a fair shout to say that they'll probably be bottom half again mm. so false I've really just tried to justify my um, I think you've done well I hope they're thanks. not I hope they're not yeah yeah I really, I really no, do but you've got, got to be realistic haven't you you have got to wonder some of the some of the teams dropping down as well yeah I mean Ipswich Lincoln coming up from League 2 is interesting Lincoln coming up you've, also, you've got yeah. Ipswich coming down who you know whether Paul Lambert or not sticks around. I'm looking forward to going to Portman Road. It'll be interesting. But then you've got what looks like Bolton with new owners. Yeah. If that all goes through. Interesting new owners. I mean, Villa play Bolton tomorrow, of course. 
um, in Bolton. That, that could get relegated to Well, when Bolton were down in League One a couple of seasons ago, they smashed it. Yeah. Yeah, different times, but Bolton are a big club, aren't they? They're a big club. Stadium, though, absolute nightmare when you're working it, mate. Yeah, I, I, I did it that season. Boxing Day? Boxing Day in oh, Bolton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wi-Fi is non-existent. Yeah. They I mean, did feed me, I remember, and there the was parking, so in my book it was right. <laughs> Parking and food is all it takes. Yeah, yeah, honestly, it is. Uh, yeah, it could be interesting because it could be some. It could be an interesting. But yeah, and, and you know, town budget-wise are, are always going to be in the lower half. I think you know it's yeah, fair to say. So that's so. so if you're going like where they should be, budget-wise, which is a lot of the time how it kind of goes, then then yes. So it would take a really good job from the manager and players to push into the top half. I think. Listen, anywhere between 9th, 10th and like 13th, 14th, either side of mid-table is mm. very good. Yeah. Um, and what is an interesting, de- having a, a slightly off topic, having a debate with someone on sports desk earlier in the week, should be currently 13th and could finish higher. Yeah. Or could finish 13th, 14th. How successful is that this season? Yeah, it's a, it's because, a weird one though because, because of the way the table, yeah, yeah. Is, the table is. But it's higher than 16th, their record until last season. Yeah. So it's a it's a good debate. I mean, I've got my thoughts on it, but I'm going to save them until I actually write it in the paper. I think any position from in this table from 12th down is almost a false position. Yeah. There was, I don't I mean, disagree with that. There's seasons where, I mean, we've all supported teams where they've finished say 13th in whatever division they happen to be in and you thought this team should never have finished 13th yeah listen I don't disagree with that but you know they've done the job they've done the job it looked bleak a few weeks ago it looked bleak after 85 minutes against Wickham you know and since then they've done a sterling job and the only defeat they've had in five was against Portsmouth and they were clapped off that day for playing well so you know credit yeah, credit um, where it's due. As to your question about fighting, the, not fighting relegation, yeah, false. False for now. Um, Sam Ricketts will still be in charge of Shrewsbury Town in two years' time. Two years' time? So we've had... So I'm that? opening the window here so we can either do incredibly well and earn himself yeah, a yeah. big move. Well, so that means they've had two more full seasons under him, almost. Yeah. At the end of the... 20, 21. 21. Yeah. Um, wow. See, that's long for it's a, a it's, I mean, Not many football managers hang around for more than yeah. two or three years nowadays. I, it'd be more normal for a manager to have gone because he's done well or badly before then. Mm. So I'm going to err on the side of what is the percentage likeliness and say false because he'll either have gone on or, listen, I don't think stability is bad. And if he was still there, that's, in my book, a good thing. Because he's not done bad enough to get <laughs> to be sacked. Yeah. And he's building, obviously, and kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. stabilising, which is a big word for, I think, Shrews in this division. And if he's, if he's done what successive or two or three in a row of mid-table finishes, that's no, no bad thing at all. But they would be small odds compared to him going on because of them well or, or badly kind of thing. Mm. Um, yeah. False. Shrewsbury Town will bring in more than five permanent signings this summer. True. 
Yeah, yeah, pretty confident on that one. Seven. A bit more. Nine. Yeah, I think it's going to be another... Permanent players. Permanent players. Permanent and... Around that mark, I think I've, I've written at some point, it's going to be another overhaul, as town fans are used to. Mm-hmm. Um, a new manager with his first summer to put his stamp on, his true stamp on it. I don't... I say overhaul. I don't think the clear out needs to be huge. I think the squad as it is is still big, and there are a lot of players that can go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and be improved on so I don't think it necessarily be as big an overhaul as the last few but I still think the total incomings permanent and loan would be double figures mm. I do yeah I think 15 or 16 came last summer when it went Hurst to, to John Askey yeah um, so I don't think it would push that but I think you know 10 wouldn't surprise me uh, usually they get five loans don't they the maximum you can get yeah, yeah, it's yeah, wise yeah. to use that you up. max out the loans so yeah. if you can do that Five of them are going to be loans. I fancy them to bring that's, in more than five signings. See, that's why I said five permanents. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you go five loans, five permanents. I think between, yeah, true more than seven. I think it would be between seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a big big job on, really, um, to get the sort of mould and brand of player that he wants. Mm. I think I expect the system next season under Ricketts to be as it is now. This sort of three four three kind of three four two one ish or one two however he, he goes with it, um, which I quite like. I I'm quite on board with wing backs and three defenders. Mm. Um, it's it's I, 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 I like it. I think it's good cover everywhere. Um, it means you can't play wingers yeah. per se, doesn't it? Which is why we've seen Sean Worley as a wing back and Sean Worley now as more of a almost kind of 10 second striker mm. he's not on the wing but if you're a good enough winger like Wally is you just get him in the team anywhere and he's still effective yeah um, I like the system and yeah I I think we'll stick with that and we'll see what kind of players he brings in to fit the role I think we might see some dynamic wing backs a few tough tackling midfielder yeah and yeah yeah more than more than Seven. All right. True then. True. Uh, Shrewsbury Town will be back at Wembley within five seasons. True. True. Playoffs or check trade. <laughs> or or what, FA Cup. Playoffs in what division? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Listeners whoa, will not whoa, be whoa. a fan of that. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just opening it up. Um, yeah, I think the check trade is no matter what you think of it and there's some that don't think very highly of it at all which is fair enough I think it's really achievable you know if you get a couple of nice draws Town went out at Port Vale this season or a league two obviously mm. and I think they they conceded a goal in the last ten last five no no, no they lost on penalties sorry they lost on penalties there after equalising late and it was a, a very much second string you know, a team used by Ricketts youngsters, whereas Vale used their, their first team, and that was what penalty kicks off the quarterfinals. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? And and then they needed a couple, uh, you know, a lucky draw, a couple more good displays, and and you're back at Wembley. Um, and it would be no bad thing to win the checker trade there because nah. you know, five defeats from five is not what anyone wants, and no one wants six defeats from six or any more 
to be fair, they do well to get any fan, <laughs> if any fans yeah. go if they get there because we've all got so much heartache from that stadium. Um, but turning it around, um, not really supposed to throw it back to you, Luke. But which playoff final is more likely, League One or Two? At the moment, you'd have to say League Two is more likely. Yeah. The, the way Shrewsbury Town are at the moment, you'd say the Paul Hurst, I mean, it was a great year under under Hurst, but can you really see him emulating again? No, I hope well, they can. Well, I, yeah, I would I, hope, of course. But I would hope it's the League One player final. It's unrealistic. It's, sadly, it's unrealistic because everything fell into place. Last, you know, it, yeah. it's a one in a God knows how many. And if, if Ricketts did the same, like, wow. But, yeah. You'd, it's very hard to see Lightning strike twice. You doubt it. And if they'd... Sadly, you know, last thing we want if they did go down, you'd you'd fancy them to have a go, mm-hmm. and you know, finish what is it within the top seven or however much you need to get into the playoffs, league two. You'd, you'd fancy that, so perhaps that would be the route playoffs in, in that division. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like this truth or false game has um, has really <laughs> really brought the doom mongers out in this room. It's all right. I've, got, I've only got one more, and it's and it's not really Shrewsbury Town related. Not right. Um, true or false? Uh, Shrewsbury Town will be playing Luton in two seasons' time. Is this for the work experience? Yeah, mainly. Um, Luton are going down next season. You reckon they're going down? Um, oh, I tell you what, you don't look happy. No, false. I think they'll stay up. You reckon? I'd do as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've got... They've got not a bad budget. I'm not saying it'd be good for the champ, but it's good for League One. And... They've got good players. They've got good... I'm not saying James Collins is going to be an absolutely lethal hitman in the championship, but... Former former Villa man, James Collins. I've... Well, Anton, yeah. I've watched them twice, and... I know the Town fans think the same. Their fullbacks are unbelievable for this level. And you've got a really like Sonny Bradley. And who else is there in midfield? Got loads. McCormack, Shinny. Shinny. Pelly Ruddock. Pelly Ruddock. Oh, I like him. Yeah, yeah. He's good. I think he could go on. Um, yeah, and I just think size club fan base. I, I give them like a better chance than, say, Rotherham this season. Rotherham look shaky though yeah but they've yeah no I know they could go Rotherham but they've sort of trod water well all season mm. kind of stayed out of bottom four for the most Rotherham haven't they and I think yeah I'd, Kenilworth Road was, was a good one this season I quite enjoyed it it was my first time there there was a stanchion blocking the one goal where we sat which is never ideal mm. um, but in the press room, they serve actual homemade cake. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Who makes it? I didn't find that out, but it was lovely. <laughs> but honestly, Victoria sponge and chocolate. Chocolate all the way. Parking was poor, so that's oh, uh, minus one. It's looted. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the um, you know, the local area didn't didn't really entice me to go back. Shall we say? Apart from you know another poor work experience. In fact, he's actually from Luton, so no offence. Um, but yeah, good luck to him. Good luck in D. You know, it's funny. I was, you know, on Facebook memories that come up now. Yeah. Uh, one came up from uni, and a friend of mine um, who I used to play a lot of FIFA with. Um, there was a clip of me playing him, and he was playing as Shrewsbury Town, <laughs> and he scores an absolute 
worldie of a free kick. Can Let me you, try and guess, you guess with it, who it was with. Free kick? Yeah. Can I ask what era? Uh, so it was 2009 to 11. No, 2009 to 12, I was at uni. <sighs> well, the I mean, Dazzler. You know, the I'd, Dazzler. I didn't cover town then, so I'm using my stretched research knowledge. The Dazzler. The Dazzler. That was a nickname donned to him by the goal scorer who was... Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I don't actually know what he's doing now. Uh, he did sports journalism, name was Jonathan Hook. Is it Mark Wright? No. Lionel Ainsworth? No. Really? Oh, I was, I was quite happy. Craig. Craig. The Dazzler. Diz? Disley. Disley, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah Craig Disley, yeah. Yeah, he's played Grimsby since and I think played under Paul Hurst when they got promoted or something like that. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't have him down as a... Uh, I, town fans can correct me, but I didn't have him down as a kind of, you know, bend it like Beckham. Took a worldly free kick in FIFA 11, put it that way. Um, incredible. I know. Um, but yeah, it just came to my mind. Uh, right, let's finish up with um, Barnsley preview, shall we? Um, and Oxford, maybe. Oh, well, I'm not going to go through Oxford now. No. I mean, you can go through if you want. Yeah, well, no, no, no. I just thought, yeah, it's so close, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I suppose it's, it's two games. Weekend. Yeah, I suppose. A twisted yarn. Um, yeah, okay, let's do it. First of all, okay, a long trip to Oakwell. I quite like Oakwell. I haven't mm. been there. Um, you know what? An interesting thing that you all notice when you go there, on top of the walls around the ground, they don't have barbed wire to stop people getting in. Do you know what I put up there? Anti-vandalism paint. No. <laughs> yeah, right, what they've done is... Is it going to be like owls to stop the pigeons getting on or something? No, Weird. no. So it's, it's a genuine attempt to stop people climbing over the walls. Oh, this rings a bell now. I might have heard this. What I've done is they put wet cement, what, what I can assume was wet cement, and then smashed glass. Oh. You'll see it when you go there. Okay. Um, take a picture of it and send it to me when you're there. Oh, it, it was. I mean, it was something that I saw and I was like, blimey now, this is a bit of a throwback. Smashed yeah. glass on top of the walls. It doesn't sound too uh, promising. It's not. Yeah. I tell you what, you won't want to climb over the wall. No, no. <laughs> but um, I actually quite like the ground um, I want to get in and get out with three points and get back down the M three whatever points. it is three points what a claim um, do you reckon they can get three points um, anything's possible truthfully probably not you know like I say they won't be in at home in 13 months for a reason um, they've got good solid players all over the park I'll tell you who wants a favour from Shrewsbury who work experience Lewis Oh yeah, he does. He already mentioned this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Needs a big favour. Um, I think I could, I could half see a draw. Do you know what? Do you know what sort of pushed me towards that? The, the, the two wins away recently, the, the confidence on the road, isn't it? From mm. from Southend and Gillingham. Um, I could see him getting a draw. It's a bit more freedom for town, less pressure on them because of their position now. They're also more playing a promotion, one of the favourites for promotion. Pressure now, and expectancy so. on Barnsley. And if Barnsley don't score early, the fans will be like, oh, you know, come on. And... Total Shrewsbury get a goal. Town have played well at all the big big ones, haven't they? When mm. they were Stoke, Wolves, Sunderland, Pompey, they kind of can turn it on the big occasion. Yeah. Um, and Oakwell should be pretty full, be well attended, wouldn't it, over the yeah, bank yeah, holiday. Yeah. Um, I don't know what kind of crowds they get. Is it like 15? Yeah. 15,000? They might push that for bank holiday. Um, so that's a you know that's a big crowd to play in front of in it isn't it in League One so really looking forward to it to be fair and I'm I put I put home win in the paper mm. so I'm not I can't really backtrack on that 
Not be too surprised with a draw, but sadly, I think Barnsley might nick it by the odd goal. If they do, do you reckon Sam Ricketts goes all alleged Joey Barton on? <laughs> Such a subject. Alleged. Uh, alleged. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd, it's the strangest strangest story to I hear, saw it pop it? up on my phone and it was just such a such a Joey Barton <laughs> headline wasn't it well Joey Barton allegedly assaulted Daniel Stendhal yeah. after the game what is it alleged headbutt I mean you just don't expect that between two managers do you you're talking, you're talking about a guy who when he was a player he didn't knee Sergio Aguero in, oh, in yeah, the infamous QPR allegedly stubbed a blooming cigarette out on his teammates eye or something did you not hear that one yeah yeah, um, yeah. yeah so well, I, I don't know did when when he became a manager did we ever expect headlines like this I don't know leave that to your imagination yeah yeah of course all um, all alleged at the moment I'm just going to clarify that I think we've in said ca- that word enough in, in, ca- in case the lawyers <laughs> try and get involved um, they'll rinse us for all we <laughs> exactly and i tell you what we ain't worth much um, I might okay. have a pound in my pocket give me a prediction go on for that one I'm going, uh, I'm going I'm going to say 1-0 I'm going to say 2-1 Barnsley I think Town might score like you say and they could nick a draw but I think the hosts will just have the fan power to edge it and Luton to lose as well just harsh just just for some giggles if you say so if you say so I've got, I think Town see they, they might only take a point over this bank holiday weekend. They mm. might only they might lose at Barnsley and, and draw at home to Oxford, which you know it's not not the best return, is it really? But it would do the job. In mm. in you know fifty one points should not go down. Um, but Ricketts, they said today, you know, normally players taking foot off the gas, their, their feet off the gas. You know that from this kind of point on now they're playing for next next season. You know, playing for their shirts, playing to impress him next season. So mm. I I don't expect them to fully come off it and think our oh, job done but there, there's a bit less kind of importance on it now yeah let's talk about Oxford then um, yeah, yeah. so it's, it is a busy weekend do you reckon Ricketts will rotate that's a good question um, yeah I hadn't really considered it actually but you'd say so wouldn't you given what he sort of two games in four days yeah what, what his sort of philosophy was before he he started keeping his team the same um and I think well, if they went and got a result of Barnsley and took, took pressure off the Oxford one, I think players that need to play. Could really, you afford to drop anyone, though, if you went and beat up Barnsley? Well, no, no. But, you know, it depends how knackered or injured they are, doesn't it? Um, it's an interesting point in that they, they're pretty much safe. Are we going to see some squad players before the season finishes? Mm. You know, Matt Sadler, uh, you know, Alex Gilead, Ryan Haynes. Remain Vince a lot. You could go on, you know, Stefan Payne, Amadi Holloway, Sam Smith. There are more that I can't think of. Ryan Sears, the youngster. It's there are a lot. Mm. Uh, Charles Cooking goal maybe. Are we going to see these play? I would say possibly against Coventry and Warsaw in the two final games. Um, but maybe in these two. Oh, but yeah, I think he will rotate and just just try and freshen up his squad for for Monday. I think he'll want to get another win, and mm. I think you know, I think he'll be looking at Oxford to be that victory. 
So then you really got pressure off for those last two. That's the important thing, isn't it? You want to you want to come out of this weekend in a position where you can be relaxed. Yeah, I mean, there's a strong, strong chance that by you know full time on Monday, it'll be mathematically safe, which will be great and massive boost to everyone. But there's, there'll be a chance that it's not. But just because it's not mathematically safe, it doesn't mean they're going to get overhauled, does it? it? You know, it still might be a five point gap with two games to play. Yeah, which is not. It's unlikely to get very. Yeah, and they've got a good goal difference to have. They have all season, so which is like an extra point, as they say. Yeah, we shouldn't be, you know, even fretting about it really. But just knowing Ricketts and what what he'll demand and what he'll want. Yeah, I could I could see just a point from these two, but I could also see three points from the two games. So let's hope hope it's the latter and it's job done. All right, give me a prediction for Oxford and then we're done. I'll give you a prediction. for I'm Oxford. going for two 0 down. Well, you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> you can you can agree with me. Yeah, two nil. Yeah, two nil. Well, no, two one. Okay. Two one. Yeah, and I think. I think I'm going to say they'll be mathematically safe. Mathematically safe after the Easter weekend. Yeah. Tell you what, what an Easter present, eh? That would have been a good true or false question. Time to be mathematically safe after Easter Monday. Yeah. True. Would have been a good one. I thought I'd come, I thought I'd come up with some good Instead, ones. you dropped me in hot water with some horrible one. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, mate. I'll you be banned now. Yeah, Wits will be on the phone. Yeah, hopefully they don't listen. Oh, I'm sure he does. We know Wits knows we love him, really. We know we love Wits. Okay, yes. True. <laughs> true or false, we love Wits. <laughs> true. 100% true. On we that love. bombshell. On that bombshell. It's not Top Gear, mate. Okay. You can end it though if you want. Well, I just thought it was a big bombshell to end it. On. I was just going to end it on the fact that you know, um, thanks for listening, firstly, but also oh, that we're now available on Spotify. I know we mentioned it before, but we never yeah. really covered it properly. Yeah. Now available on Spotify, so um, big time. If you want to listen to Lewis Cox and myself and work experience Lewis on Spotify, you can do that now. Um, appreciate everyone for tuning in. Um, Fingers crossed after Easter weekend, we're all sorted. But from me, thank you. And from Lewis, the two Lewises. Thank you. Thank you. What's the plural of Lewis? Is it Luai? Luai, like cacti. (laughs) (laughs) On that bombshell. (laughs) On that bombshell, indeed. Um, Fingers crossed that Shrewsbury Town can get some more results.